to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Tonight on Universe Box. Alexa wants a few dollhouses. Rubber Ducky gets a remix. And a development deal for the Bluths. This is Universe Box. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. This is Universe Box for January 12th, 2017. And we are back, baby. It's really like, where did the time go? Where does the time go when it's not around here? I mean, I really don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I, we, we, we did a little calculation. We did our Christmas special, but this is the first regular episode of Universe we've Box. Done we've like done like a almost a month. Uh, so sorry about that, but we're back. And uh, I just wanted to mention real quick uh, that, Yeesh. you know, we, we've usually, usually uh, live stream this live on YouTube. We live stream it live? On YouTube. What? But now, now. we've made a change for 2017. Yes, for 2017, we we've moved over for the live streaming to twitch.tv because they're allowing uh, talk shows like ours now. Because we a talk show. Uh, now, if you if you go over to live.universebox.com, like uh, Rebecca Johnson has, aka Derby What's Kid. up, Rebecca Johnson? Yeah, she says, what's up, Universe Box? And we say, what's up right back? But if you go over to live.universebox.com, it's pretty much as seamless as it's always been. Uh, you know, the chat's there, the video's there. I, if anything, it might run a little smoother for you, actually. Uh, but if not... You can also just, uh, you can go over to twitch.tv slash universebox and follow us over there. Yes, please. We'd really appreciate that. Plus, you get an uh, email. You can get an email notification or if you have the app on your phone. A, a little push notification action. Whenever we go live. so And, you be... know, we want you here and you want to be here. Mm -hmm. So do it. Yeah, just like the Derby Kid and Hyperion Angel, a.k.a. Angel. Uh, so, Amory, what th what did you do over break? I watched a lot of TV. A lot of TV. Yes. Anything good? Um, I got recaught or reacclimated to Scandal, which was supposed to be starting next week, but it is being delayed a week thanks to a special about <clears throat> the road to the White House. <laughs> That's fair. I and all of Sandra Land are displeased. <laughs> Very displeased. Now, now ask me what I did on my break. Hey, Bill, what did you do on your break? I wrecked my scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I celebrated a birthday and I completely wiped out on my scooter. I still have a huge scar on my elbow, which he's you can't still bleeding see because he's I'm wearing actively a jacket. bleeding. Uh, but you know, uh, the scooter's okay, which is really all that matters. I th you know, that is all that matters because. It costs money. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> it does. It, I, I mean, I cost money too, but I'll heal. Do you? Do you cost money? Bill? I do. You don't cost money. You make money. Fourteen ninety five an hour. Oh. Pay up. I've been keeping tabs. He's got a discount. <laughs> okay. So uh, you know what? Uh, enough hyperbole. Enough fiddle faddle. Enough blither blather. Oh my. Let's get into the news. Okay. So first, we're going to look into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in televisionary it feels so good to be back doesn't it, it? I, i'm getting into it. i was like wait i was supposed to say televisionary there i messed up yeah that's sorry fine, it's, it's been a month <laughs> it has it's been, been a month but, uh, i know what's going on all right so uh oh by the way over in the chat room uh, hyperion angel says i feel like i did nothing over break oh and oh no i hope you're okay he'll survive also uh, talking to we ak win is in Hello. the chat room Wait. I love, a bustling chat room. I love a bustling okay, so chat our, room. What's our first story, Anne-Marie? Once Upon a Time, Season 7? 
Mm-hmm. The future for the residents of Storybrooke, Maine is currently under evaluation by showrunners Adam and Eddie, as well as ABC exec Channing Dungy. The exec says that season six will bring closure to this narrative. But mm. Sure. And this was implied. The, the closure to the narrative is in quotes, but should it get renewed for season seven, things might look different. Like the word spinoff was mm-hmm. tossed out. Season seven should not be a spinoff. Spinoff should be another thing. We already did that. Yeah. Now, if, if people out there don't know, we did used to host a, uh, for five years, I think, <laughs> uh, we hosted a Once Upon a Time podcast, Four. Greetings from Storybrooke. Greetings uh, from Storybrooke. But now we've passed that on to other people who to, still like the to show. To other better fans than us yes definitely. of once so my thoughts on this is girl bye like <laughs> this show has been confused on its direction for a few seasons now they have tr- <clears throat> tried this realm and that realm trying to find what the creators and fans really wanted from the show we want season one back that's what we wanted yes definitely. um but they kept coming up short the word spinoff was thrown around in the article and i don't know if i can even get behind that because of the inconsistent job yeah, inconsistent job they did last time they attempted it because there would be like good episode, really bad episode, good episode, mm-hmm. really bad episode, amazing episode, <laughs> mediocre one. Hey, we're going to bring this guy to the regular show. Just kidding. He gets to appear three times. Like that's, <laughs> that's what they did with the last spinoff. I don't really want to know what they're going to do this time. Mm-hmm. How yeah. about you? Uh, Hyperion Angel, Angel over in the chat room says, Oi, another season on a show I'm already behind on. So yeah, you know what? It's not confirmed. Yeah, and a lot of another bit that the article said was that its ratings are down domestically, but mm-hmm. it still does very good internationally. Like Brazil, probably. Bra- I'm gonna assume Brazil because yeah. I always see like Brazil loves Once Upon a Time. I'm like Brazil. Do you have anything else? <laughs> um. So yeah. Yeah. I, as for me, I, I get the feeling that what this means is that uh, Jennifer Morrison, Robert Carlyle, and or Lana Perea are ready to leave the show. Uh, See, I actually think it would also be um, Ginny and Josh. Very possible, too. If you take out any of these chunks, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Sorry, continue. This is your point. Well, well, you know, I was just saying, you know, no, so I'm sure a lot of the main cast members are ready to move on uh, from this show, but ABC likes all the money it makes them, you know? It likes the synergy with Disney is yeah. what it really likes. Like, that's its favorite well, part. Well, we've kind of said, when we used to do the podcast, uh, we used to say that, you know, it kind of felt like Once Upon a Time was the R&D division of Disney. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they'd work up all these special effects or try out these different takes on characters now they're going and doing all the live action ones yeah so maybe that's part of it yeah but uh it'll be interesting though i i think a spinoff uh series could be cool if they did it right though like which one do you want to see what about a series set just in once's version of uh neverland but perhaps at what i I need a time period current because current no. doesn't exist. When Hook and Pan were there adventuring and Bay was there, like that whole time period. I think it I would, think be, would too, be really I, good. It would be, but I don't think they can do it because the actors have aged out. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get What's-His-Face to play um, Pan. He's he's too old. and They might. I, he looks still still looks youngish. Yeah, but then you also have um, the guy who played... Uh, younger bay like yeah. i mean i haven't oh well they keep recasting him every couple seasons anyway but that's so. because they hit a different point yeah. in the, the timeline mm-hmm. um i don't think that could I, 
I wanted that spinoff, but they can't even have Tink. Yeah. Because they can't have Tink because she is the star of another show on another network. Although she's going to be on this season. That's because they bumped her show to April. <laughs> We're not talking about that. All okay. caps. Okay, but you know what? Uh, I, I, I think maybe refocusing the show could possibly make it interesting or good again, but probably not. I read somewhere today uh, when kind of researching this and all yes. these announcements that – I, a lot of people think that the story really reached its natural conclusion with the Arthur author arc yes. a couple seasons back, and yeah. I, I tend to agree. Yes. Uh, like they probably should have just cut it off there. Oh, Young Bay is now Young Bruce from Batman v Superman. Oh yes, I, so, I remember that. That's yeah. Over in the chat room, uh, we have uh, let's see. Um, uh, the Derby Kid says Lana Perea uh, for a supervillain on Supergirl, please. That would be awesome. Uh, I could see. see- you know what? That might get me to watch Supergirl. So those of you who have pool. Yeah, and Crafty Mojo says, ooh, I'd go for Lana on Supergirl, yes. uh, for sure. Uh, Gavin says hi. Hi, hi Gavin. Gavin. Um, Hyperion Angel says, I would I would be behind a Neverland spinoff. And uh, then Derby Kid says she'd watch it, too. And they, you, you know, know, that'd be good. I would like to see it, but I just don't know how it would work with the character. Like, mm-hmm. How are we going back in time again? Like, how many times? Well, you- I don't think it would necessarily need to be a back in time or a filling in of the story. They kind of just like left that whole time period, which was a significant amount of time. It was. It was that- like what, like thirty years or something? Something it? ridiculous. Yeah. But you know what? That should have been the spinoff four years ago versus Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Because now would be a beautiful time to bring in Wonderland. Yeah. Now would be a good time to explore that. And revisit those characters and everything. You know? That'd be fun. Too bad they burnt the bridge. <laughs> they can't really do that. Okay. 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 En- enough of this once upon a See, time. See, this is business. why we Let's had it. Let's start doing greetings from Storybrooke. We shouldn't be talking this much about once upon a time. But we have opinions. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the return of Arrested Development. It appears that after two years of negotiations, Netflix and ensemble ca- and the ensemble cast of Arrested Development have agreed on the financials finally and can start moving forward, not towards. Uh, no word when filming is set to begin or when they hope for the season to air. So a couple more years. <laughs> Fair enough. Basically, my thoughts are neat. Uh, Rest of development's funny and all. It's I'm not Gaga over it like a lot of other people like that guy over that would be, there. It's pronounced Gaga. What did I say? Poker face. <laughs> Poker face. Um, I'm a little conflicted though because okay, bear with me. Uh, with having three or more years between every season, is the show ever really going to end? It's kind of like one of my fears of having these network shows being picked up by Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, because then you, okay, so we get this nice three year gap until all the actors are available again to do like a mini stint. And yeah. so does a show ever really die anymore? Because you know what? Not all shows are, are Sherlock where they can go three years without progressing mm-hmm. because at least Sherlock still did Christmas specials and one offs and that character didn't go away yeah. in the way these characters have completely gone away and we're just throwing them back because everybody's got to fill well, in the it, schedule. It's more like the the sort of British format for this sort of thing where that's what they do. Like, uh, you know, like Ab Fab, it was on for like 23 years and it had, I think, 40 episodes or 50 episodes over like 23 years. So, I mean, that's kind of what they do. They just, they come in, they do some good stuff. Then they bow out for a few years. Everyone goes off and does their own thing and then come back together. It's like, it's like a, you know, a high school reunion sort of thing. I guess, I guess. And I mean, it's been thrown out about them doing the same thing to Gilmore Girls. And I was like, no, it ended. (laughs) Those were the final four words. Anyway. 
Well, Back to Arrested Development. As somebody who is an Arrested Development fan in this room, uh, I, I, I really hope that this means that the entire cast will appear together in most of the episodes, unlike season four. Oh, they did it? No. I never watched it. Was it bad? No, it wasn't bad. I, I mean, I, I really love season four, but if there was a weakness, it's that they only got everybody together in a room for one scene. like One out of a whole season? It, it, it was one scene. The, the, the episodes were done sort of not in linear order. It was more focusing on one character, one character, one character. Oh. So, you know, every episode would touch every other episode, like right. there'd be common scenes between them. Mm-hmm. And there was this one scene where they were all in, in the, the apartment. Gotcha. And that would, but that was the only scene they were all in the room together for. And if I be- remember correctly, one of the actors couldn't even make it to that. So they green screened them in. I think I remember hearing about uh, that. But, you know, it just works together when the whole cast is together. This mm-hmm. show is an ensemble sort of farce, like Noises Off or Flea in Her Ear. Mm-hmm. And the entire troupe is really needed, I think, to make the show sing. I did enjoy the nonlinear storytelling of season four, but I, I hope this will be a return to form for sure. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Over in the chat room, uh, let's see here. Uh, Hyperion Angel says, I tried Arrested Development, not for me. And uh, then they're still uh, freaking out about uh, Once about, Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. There's a lot of once action still going yeah, on. Yeah, it, it's like I could I could totally get in there and hop in there and do the conversation. But, but we have another not, show to do. Yeah, then we're not going to get the show done. <laughs> you know, so, so next can't up. have that. Okay, so you know what? You guys talk about your Once Upon a Time in the chat room. That's fine. We don't mind. In fact, you know what? We're just going to grab some popcorn and find our seats because we're opening up the curtain on Cinematters. I remembered that time. Thank you. Okay, so what's up first, Amory? All right, the weekend box office preview. Each Thursday, we let you know about a few movies that are coming to and a theater. It's Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> um, a few standouts for this week include Monster Truck, Sleepless, 100 Streets, and Live By Night. Here's some more info on two selections we found interesting. Interesting. We're going to give it quotes this week. Actually, I quite like mine. Uh, yours uh, not so much. Mine is hysterical. <laughs> so I chose Monster Trucks. Monster Trucks. Um, and I picked it purely because it's the only movie I'd heard of that was on the list. And it was a lengthy list. Like some weeks there's like three movies and we're like, uh, okay, no choices. Just pick one. Um, <laughs> this week there was like 15 movies coming out. I'm mm-hmm. sure not all of them big releases. But I chose Monster Trucks tracks and i knew it would be bad but this looks awful yes it does it looks okay like it's a kid's movie very obviously it's a kid's movie but it even looks bad for a kid's movie it like i would take the the fart jokes over <laughs> this movie okay this and i totally don't like out kitches like the kitschy 80s movies that were like yes. the really low budget 80s movies yes. like that but done on a wider scale yeah done with a budget it's like the low budget 80s movie done with a budget like there's effects um but okay so a monster a monster is terrorizing a town and destroying cars. It finds its way to a junkyard and befriends the guy, boy, man, I don't really know, man child <laughs> that lives there. Um, the monster like eats gasoline. Mm-hmm. So he and he replaces the engine in the guy's truck like he moves the truck and he feeds it when he goes to the gas station. He's like, let me fill you right up there, buddy. And I'm like, oh, it's wrong. Um, oh, and there's bad guys after the monster and his family. And, and then they put all of the family in trucks. It feels a little icky in that respect that they use these endangered and chased monsters as trucks mm-hmm. they seem happy about it but it's, it's basically slavery it's you know I was, I was actually trying not to say that word but yes well, it's call a spade a spade a call spade a slave a slave you know they were kind of like slave monsters 
I didn't like it. Don't yeah. go see it. No. Here, here's my recommendation. Don't go see it. Okay. No, it's not a recommendation. <laughs> we pick a movie and then we just talk about it. Nice. I do not recommend it. I recommend it for the Razzies. More on that later. By the way, uh, Gavin over in the chat room has delivered. He mentioned earlier that he knew the doctor's real name <laughs> and he put it there. It's Christopher Diamond. Did I see Cupcake? Something. Uh, but I also, you know, thank you to everyone who's in the chat room. I love that we have uh, a chat room. Yeah. Uh, since you guys have new Twitch handles, if, you, if we know you by another name, throw it in the chat room so we know who we're talking to. If yes. not, welcome. Uh, nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's see. My recommendation is a bit... It, it is it a recommendation or a, hey, here's what I saw? No, it's actually a recommendation. It's called uh, Bad Kids of Crestview Academy. Now, it looks like a combination of Breakfast Club and Saw, almost. Uh, in this comic-inspired film stars Drake Bell, Ben Browder, and Sean Astin as the dorky headmaster ah. of uh, Crestview Academy. The basic premise is these kids, uh, they all get detention on one weird Saturday. Oh, and that then, lovely storyline. Instead of the principal terrorizing them, the, I, I, it looks like the principal or some authority figure in the school actually terrorizes them. And there's like this whole big mystery and everything. Oh. It looks like a lot of fun. It, If you're easily offended, probably not the film for Don't. you. Don't. He had to move it ahead just to not yeah. show offensive things. Yes, definitely. Uh, but uh, it looks like a lot of fun. It's based on a comic book, which means it already gets like plus two from, from me. <laughs> and negative two for me. A, and the trailer <laughs> did a really good job of setting up the mystery of the film, too. Like, a, yeah. a, I'm kind of curious about this. I want to see it now. So neat so it's neat well you can see that and i'll watch something else yeah i uh, angel over in the chat room says uh sadly none of the movies seem interesting to me this week uh though bill's movie sounds vaguely interesting you know his description actually looks a little better than the the trailer <laughs> it's vaguely interesting it's, if nothing else you know don't pay for it wait till it's like out on free download on demand or something Okay, so Anne-Marie, what's our next story? The Razzies released their shortlist for nominations. So award season is upon us. And while most people want to talk about the good things Hollywood did over the past year, the Razzies or the Golden Raspberries celebrate the bad. While formal nominations will not be released until the 23rd, this shortlist leaves no one safe. Dun, dun, okay. Dun. So... I am not even remotely surprised that this group has put Batman v Superman and Suicide <laughs> Squad all over the list. And I'm not just talking like one here, one there, all over the list. They just like spewed hatred. Yeah, I think it, uh, the only category that Batman v Superman didn't get nominated for was female. Worst actress. Yeah, there, uh, so, you know, there's that. They didn't hate her. <laughs> um, what was it? Okay. Uh, even even though we love these movies, but the Razzies are decided by paying members of the Golden Raspberry Award Foundation, hundreds of film professionals, journalists, and movie fans. The people making these nominations paid to be in a foundation to tell people they suck. If the internet has taught us anything in recent years, it's that people love to tell other people they mm -hmm. suck. Well, you know, it's not like it's not supposed to be like a, I don't think it's supposed to be a serious thing. It's more satirical, like. No. Uh, see, but after the past year of abuse that those two movies have taken. Yeah. The other movies, like Fifty Shades of Grey, Zoolander mm. 2, this, they, they should not be in the same 
They're not in the same realm. They're yeah. no. Like y'all need a magic bean to go from one to the other. Well, over in the chat room, uh, the Derby Kid informs us that Sandra Bullock won an Oscar and a Razzie in the same year. They're basically meaningless. Exactly. Uh, Wynn says, "I'm not even sure I saw any mainstream movies in 2016." <laughs> and uh, Angel didn't see Assassin's Creed, but heard it was another example that we will probably never get a decent video game based movie. Nice. And uh, then Wynn says, "Film professionals, quote unquote, film professionals." Emphasis yeah. Uh, quotations and uh, Derby Kid says I read that the Razzie started out a, out of someone's basement uh, but I need to do some more research I, th that sounds accurate that's like, it we're starting the boxies yeah and it's not like <laughs> it's not like it's even a huge ceremony it's no. basically they just ran out like a bar or something and, yeah and I think it, it was like a hotel um, room yeah. like a, a, a the small mm -hmm. hotel room and it's all very just sort of light and like not right. not serious but uh but still, there you go. Yeah, but regardless of how you felt about the movie, I can't believe that Ben Affleck as Batman would even be considered for the worst actor category. Because, I mean, it, even people Bat who hated Fleck. the film... Loved Batfleck. Loved Batfleck. Uh, based on what I've heard, though, a lot of the comedies on this list, like Bad Grandpa, Zoolander 2, Ghostbusters, they probably deserve to be on it, based on what I've heard about those films. Things we haven't seen. Yeah, uh, and probably never will. No. Uh, the short list uh, is anything but short, though. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see who wins. Uh, I feel like if Affleck wins for best actor or worst actor, he'll be one of those folks who show up to claim it with a bevy of jokes in hand. Oh, absolutely. Which would be great. I would hope that they would film it. Yes. Oh, they do. They 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 stream it. Oh, do they? They, I believe so. Um, I believe the Derby Kid actually just put Sandra Bullock accepting her Razzie because she's one of those types of people who thinks it's hilarious mm -hmm. and can laugh at it, just like the Batfleck. Like, I want them to vote for him for that reason. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll yeah. definitely be interesting. Like, I wonder when they're when they're streaming it out. And I don't know. We'll have to look into it. I was just going to show just a little bit of Sandra Bullock. It doesn't look like a, a great streaming technology. She's rolling out a red wheelbarrow. I wonder if that's part of the award. No, it, it's like, well, it might be. Yeah, it could I've be. never actually. Mm -hmm. Well, they said like nobody ever comes. Like they've had like four people ever it come pick to them accept. Up. Yeah. Interesting. So. Very interesting. It, 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 it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, once they make that short list a shorter list that's actually short. Well, that's it. Th I mean, they have like 10 or so in every category, and I'm, I'm sure they knock I'm going to give them the Meeksy for worst short list. No. Boxy. Most, Let's boxy? do the Boxies. Okay, the Boxies. <gasps> Can we do that next year? We should. We should do a Boxies Awards show. When People we... remind us about that at some point. Okay, no, let's go with this. Now. Tell us when to do them. Like, yeah. not regular award season. Mm -hmm. Like, August. Mm, back to school. <laughs> we'll see. Think about it. Okay, next up. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Uh, 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 it's been so long since I've done this show. Hold on. Memory upgrade. Let's take a gigabyte out of our future uh, with mi without microchipping our teeth. Time to get Technological. technological. I really wowed Anne Marie. What's that? What's our next story? Burp, burp. Nintendo Switch update. Burp, burp. So starting at 11 p.m. Eastern tonight, Nintendo will be streaming an announcement. We'll have the link mm -hmm. once the episode's published. 
um, with details for the upcoming Nintendo Switch system. The announcement is being streamed also in the New York City Nintendo store to the mm-hmm. first 250 people who got a ticket an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> the store will also be taking a limited number of pre-orders for the system tomorrow morning starting at 9 a.m. So I'm going to guess people, you know, they're already there. You're not getting one. Literally, <laughs> I wrote that, let's be honest, you aren't getting on this list. But at least we're going to know more about this system by the morning, yeah. which would be nice because things I'd like to know, um, the price, please, mm-hmm. so I can budget. Um, well, I might have some information on that in just a minute, but oh, go ahead, do you then? Go ahead and uh, tell me what you think about this news. Yay! Um, I cannot wait to find out more details about the Switch, and hopefully some more games will be announced so that Mike can, t- can talk about something other than Breath <laughs> of the Wild. Um, <laughs> but I am not looking forward to them being sold out everywhere instantly because people are going to buy five of them and sell them on eBay like they're Hatchimals. Yeah. Because well, that's going to happen. It, it's not just the eBayers who do that. It's Nintendo themselves. I know they, they, I know they Nintendo do does. They, do the, they create this artificial scarcity I know. around their console systems. It even happened with the retro NES uh, back over the holidays. But uh, So we're recording this before the announcement. Uh, but I, I'll just lay out the rumors I've heard over the past few weeks about this Switch thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, it'll release in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild is going to be a launch title. Like, it'll be available the day the system comes out. Okay. Um, the price point is going to be $350. Where did you hear it? Rumors. Did you get stuff leaked early? I know a guy. What guy you know? Uh, Mr. Nin... Tendo? Tendo. Oh, Mr. Uh, Nintendo. But uh, considering uh, the... Projected price and uh, Nintendo's habit of creating that artificial scarcity for their consoles. This definitely feels like it's going to be a 2018 purchase for me. Yeah. You know, I I might be willing to cave if they weren't releasing Zelda for the Wii U concurrently with the the Zelda version for the Switch. But since I can go ahead and get my Zelda, which is what I bought the Wii U for. Many, many moons ago. uh, Many, many moons ago. uh, I'll probably just go ahead and wait until there's a game I really want to play or just until I have an extra $350 lying around. Uh, but I, I'm very. When's that gonna happen? I'm very excited to see what they they they're going to announce tonight, though. Like I'll probably be checking that out before I go. Right. To bed. Well, I mean, really, the big thing at this point, so is confirming a price point. But really, what other games are you releasing with it? Because mm-hmm. I I don't think I've heard of anything except Zelda. Yeah. And. Well, they they had, in that trailer there were a lot of uh, games that showed up on the pad. Like there was like a new version of a couple Mario games. There was Skyrim. Uh, some other games. So so things that I'm not interested in, like yeah. Skyrim. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Okay. okay uh, let's see Over here. In the ch- yeah, go no, ahead. Sorry. Over in the chat room, talking to me, says, I've always been a PC gamer, so none of this console hype affects me. Uh, Hyperion Angel used to be a PC gamer. Then I got a PS4. So. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Gavin has uh, put... Uh, he's still trying to put the doctor for president. Yeah, he's trying to make the doctor president. And I guess he's technically... Dear Gavin, we want anybody else to be president at the end. <laughs> um, so... Anybody else but the doctor? No. <gasps> no. Well, okay. I don't know. He'd keep changing his Master look. for president. He's already been prime minister. He has the experience. Next story. Apple leans into content creation. So the days where Apple is simply a content distributor are numbered. The tech giant has dipped his toe into the water with Carpool Karaoke and a biographical series with partner Dr. Dre. Forgot about Dre. I forgot about him. I didn't. (laughs) Um, But it looks poised to take things a step further. 
but on a small scale. Reports say that they are only going to produce a few carefully selected shows with a potential movie. So it is not a full on attack at streaming giants, Netflix and Amazon, but mm-hmm. you know, could have been a contender. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, first, uh, by the way, we need want to welcome uh, Bobby Hawk into the chat room. Bobby. He says he doesn't think we're going to get a Mario game at launch for the Switch. That seems insane. It's but Nintendo. You, back to Apple. What do you think? Meh. Meh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, them find some sort. Oh, they find some sort of new angle for content because I'm starting to feel that there's too many things to choose from, and so I'm going to choose nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting like way too many choices. For streaming content, um, every time you turn around, somebody's streaming something else. <laughs> um, so I, I'm a little overwhelmed. So unless they can do something like completely entertaining, like everything is recorded in a car and James Corden just sings all the time. Like mm. I'd watch a show of him and NPH doing the Broadway off all, all, all week long. That was lovely. Yeah. But... Yeah, uh, Bobby over in the chat room says it might be a little too late for Apple on this. I, I kind of tend to agree. Uh, for, first of all, the writer of this article over at TechCrunch, or Tech Crap is what I call it, uh, no, they, they mentioned that they could distribute, uh, that Apple might distribute their new content through Apple Music. I What the heck, dude? If Apple is serious about this, then they're going to build a new platform for it or integrate it into the video section on iTunes that they already have, and they've been... I mean, it's been very successful uh, for years and years and years. Secondly, if there's one thing we don't need at this point, it's another over-the-top internet video service. Preach, brother man! Particularly one from a company as consumer-unfriendly as Apple is. According to their standard playbook, if they do this, what they're going to do is they're going to launch it, and then they're going to try and either yank or upcharge uh, Netflix and Amazon until it's off iOS so they don't have any competition. I you know, so I, I'm really kind of hoping just for that reason that the yeah. rumor doesn't turn out to be true. But either way, I don't think I don't think Apple has anything to offer in the content realm. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. you know, stick to stick to what you do. Stick yeah, to what you maybe do. Maybe get back a little bit over more towards the pro gear again instead of just being uh, consumer tablet iPhone 10 tablet dudes Coming guys. Soon. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, uh, you know, over in the chat room, uh, Hyperion Angel agrees. Uh, I'll just stick to Netflix. Thank you very much. Exactly. It's just easier. It's, you know, sometimes it's nice to have all the bells and whistles, but sometimes there's just too many bells and whistles and buttons and switches and things. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Clickers. Okay, well, we're going to be back with some more news in just a moment, but first, I want to tell you. I want to tell you about our Patreon. Over at patreon.com slash universebox, you can be a dreamer of dreams. You can be a magic maker by donating just a small little amount, anything as low as $1 a month to anywhere up to $25 a month. Uh, we'll take it. There's a lot of rewards. Uh, the $1 a month, you'll get uh, a bunch of our podcast early release. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a special RSS feed to where you can get all of them. Yep. Uh, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. 25 bucks a month, you can be a guest on this very show. Uh, we would love to have you too. But uh, the, the most pertinent and great way you can support us mm-hmm. is by becoming a member of the $5 Star Patrons <gasps> Club. Now, if you don't know what the $5 Star Patrons Ooh, Club is. What are they going to get today, Bill? Nothing. No, you actually get two things. I'm just kidding. Uh, one, you the get The bill your, giveth, the bill taketh away. You get your name read out on every episode of every podcast we do forever and ever and ever and ever. In that month. And for number two, Apple will make a minimalistic documentary about your life. <gasps> I 
I it'll really just, would love to see that. It'll be two hours and 45 minutes of you standing in front of a completely white wall. <gasps> yes. It'll be great. No, it'll be you standing in front of a white wall playing on an iPhone. <laughs> definitely, be, definitely. No, can you, or can you at least do Snapchat or something so you're making like silly things? <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to get that documentary, $5 Star Patrons Club. I, I, I got to call out our $5 Star Patrons this month. We have uh, Becca Baca, Cliff Sullivan, Angel, Jason Ritter, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Casa Commotion, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Patty, Jacob Newman, Robert Cattler, Hope Mullinax, and Jessica Gonzalez. Y'all rock. You guys are awesome. And I cannot wait to see your the minimalist documentaries. I, unfortunately, uh, they're going to be ninety nine ninety nine from the Apple Store. Well, shenanigans. Then Which, we need to make you know, more money from this Patreon to be able to watch them. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that, that's a really good point, Anne-Marie. If you want to help us, if you want to help fund us to watch our $5 star patrons movies that Apple's going to be releasing, patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. That was a good read. That was a good one. Let's <laughs> promo that. Uh, over over in the chat room, uh, Angel says, uh, such a tease, Bill. Also, yes, that fits how boring an actual documentary of my life would be. Uh, so uh, very Aww. good. I, so I can't wait to see it. It'll be good. <laughs> It'll be good. I like It'll it. It'll be good. Okay, so comics, novels, Dr. Seuss, as long as you can read it, we've indexed it and shoved it in a folder. Yep. Let's crack open the bibliophile. bibliophile. So what's up with the bibs? The Winds of Winter may be out this year. So famed Game of Thrones writer George R.R. R. Martin took to Live Journal to defend how long it is taking for him to complete Winds of Winter. He stated that it should be out this calendar year, but that he thought it would have been done last year. <laughs> so he's actually not even that optimistic. So basically, oy vey, mm -hmm. this man writes at a snail's pace. I'm pretty sure I could start reading all of his books and finish before he actually publishes this one. Oh, also, many have. Many have. I, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm a really, I'm a fairly slow reader because the people circle me. Uh, mm. But also Live Journal, Really? Dude, you could call any news outlet. Real ones, well, entertainment ones. He he has has been, uh, he was one of the big, right, I, when I, I used to have a Live Journal. Don't go look it up. Do uh, it. But uh I used to have a live journal, and he was one of the first authors. It was like him and Neil Gaiman and one or two others who were really, really big uh, on live journal back in the day. And he's just kept up that presence. But he's he's a very old school guy. He still he writes his books on an I, I believe it's an it's an old DOS computer that's running a DOS version of WordPerfect. Oh my gosh! Uh, so it yeah his he's, poor editors yeah because they're probably like. I got nothing. He There's... backs up the floppy disk. No, he like... doesn't. Oh, yeah. We got His you. books are like this thick. So he needs a couple floppy disks. He needs like 20. <laughs> Text is small, though, especially the, those old uh, word processing formats. You, it, but it's like as big as like my face. But yeah, th this is the book that they've been claiming was going to come out since the show started like five years ago. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really interesting that at this point, the show will probably finish the story and have a spinoff series before readers get a proper ending. Do you I, think he'll let them have a spinoff? Well, I, it, there's been talk of it. Uh, we haven't discussed it on this show, but there has been uh, rumors circulating. because we don't watch Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I, I wonder, though, after they do the ending on the show, if he's going to just hold off on writing his ending until they do it and then do something completely different or do something really surprising in the book that they didn't do on the show. Okay, so in respect to one another, mm -hmm. where is the show in terms of the books? Uh, the show is past the books now. Oh, 
It's already past the books. Oh, well, then they can just do like whatever he, they want. Well, he works on he works with the people on the show. Like, he's, yeah, he's given them pretty much his outline of what he wants to do with it. And they actually handed him one of the biggest mysteries, the answers to one of the biggest mysteries in the books. Really? When they were pitching him on doing the show. So oh. they were like, we're this committed. We've thought about it. We know who killed or so whose so. father is what or whatnot. And he was Something. like, yeah, you're right. And uh, so, so it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Uh, let's yeah. see. Over in the chat room, uh, let's see. <laughs> Talking to we says, he's my writing procrastination inspiration. Mine too. Mine too. Uh, Gavin says, why would we think outside the box? It's bigger on the inside. As the doctor would say. As the doctor would say. And uh, Angel says, wow, oh my goodness, uh, most people don't even know what DOS is. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then some uh, some good old-fashioned DOS command line stuff. CDOS, CDOS run, run DOS run. Very good. Very I like good. it. And uh, then Wynn wraps it up with, I still miss the WordPerfect reveal codes command. I never used WordPerfect. You never used WordPerfect? No. Missing out. I was a word person. Well, you know what? I'm a music person, Anne-Marie, and okay. I'm going to throw on my headphones. I already have them in right yep. here, and I'm going to warm up my pipes. Me, 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 me. We're going to make sure your modern music knowledge is into. Okay, what's our first story? Uh, Daveed Diggs and Rubber Ducky. So for decades, celebrities have been finding their way to Sesame Street. And 2017 is no exception. Hamilton actor, it is David, right? Yeah, it's David. Okay. Um, David Diggs. He plays uh, Thomas Jefferson in Lafayette. Well, I haven't. Okay. Stopped by and shared his remixed and rewrapped the famous Rubber Ducky, you're the one, um, in a pretty Hamilton style. <laughs> so this, this. So I originally know this actor from his appearances on Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that guy, because he only appears like once a season for like yeah. a really political arc. And then once that guy over there um, discovered and inundated me with Hamilton, I was like, oh, hey, it's that guy. Um, So I'm loving him now even more from Hamilton. You simply must meet Thomas. Thomas Jefferson's coming home. Um, So, okay, so I'm loving him there. While this mix of rubber ducky is fun, is it just me? Or did he seem a little distracted? Like, if you watch the video, not in, like, tiny form, if you, like, actually make it your screen, he seems Mm. very distracted or, like, he's reading from cue cards while rapping, which I don't feel is, like, a thing. I Mm. think you either you know it or um, you don't. Well, you aren't wrong. Uh, <laughs> in Hamilton, as Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, David is a lyrical speedster, definitely right. dashing around the multi-syllabic obstacles to tell the tale. Right. Uh, so in this video, he he keeps it pretty slow. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was wondering if maybe that was at the request of the people from Sesame Street. When you're rapping really quickly, even if the message is positive, your concentration can come off as anger. Like if you're like, I mean, that could be really right. intense for a kiddo uh you know so it's nice to see him out in the world though mm-hmm. for sure it, doing something else yeah. yeah now that he's done with hamilton because he's oh is he done yeah he's I, one of the ones who left i think they've rotated out the last original cast mm. member now in new york uh, but did you hear that wayne brady is going to be playing uh <gasps> i don't care who it doesn't Aaron, he's playing aaron burr it's the, is he the really? secondary lead yeah oh <gasps> so like a, i love him 
the, the character that has that dear Theodosia. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It, it's it, when are you taking me to New York to see Hamilton or Chicago or Chicago or San Francisco? So we need to donate to Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna wait. And go to see them all. I'm I'm gonna wait until it comes to Orlando. Oh. The okay. Winter Park Theater. Then why are you not taking me down to see Wicked? <laughs> you told me you'd take me to Orlando. Uh, one day. One day. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I Actually, <laughs> since he's free from Hamilton now and he's a New York-based actor, I'd love to see him on Gotham. He's also on Blackish. Is he on Blackish? He's on Blackish. So he might not be completely New York-based because I think that shoots in LA. I feel that. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I think it's LA. Okay, Either way. So what's the next story? Kim Kardashian's Parisian driver was arrested. Now you may recall Kim Kardashian's Parisian robbery a few months ago, as well as our speculation about the validity of the claim. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like the robbery was real because 17 individuals, including Mrs. West's Parisian driver, have been arrested in connection with it. Kim may also be getting one of her baubles back. Because they were because they were able to identify the people, uh-huh. they were able to track it. I believe it was to Berlin or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so what are your thoughts? Oops, my bad. <laughs> I didn't think it was. I thought it was I'm, fake. I'm thinking real, please. Uh, the The article says the Kardashians used uh, this company that the limo driver was uh-huh. from whenever they're in Paris. So I think the limo driver set it up with Kim. It was a double bluff designed to throw the police off their scent. Now Kim gets the ring back, plus the cash the Belgian fence paid for it. It's the perfect crime. But what about the 17 people that just got arrested? Couple eggs got to get broken every once in a while, you know? (gasps) Nice. I mean, Kim Kardashian isn't known for her... that's the this is the extent we can talk kardashians because i have other opinions about other Mm -hmm. sisters and you don't want me to go there it'll be really ranty yeah you know it's possible she was a pawn too and kanye was the uh the mastermind of of it all remains to be seen i actually could see that but (laughs) okay over in the chat room i i'll just say the crafty uh, mojo in response to george r R. martin says i'm thinking the show is his rough draft of the book that's very possible it could could definitely be could Uh definitely be good Definitely. They've written chapter three, or like three <laughs> chapters. And uh, Angel says, uh, oh, Kardashian West family drama. Sighs. Sigh. Yeah. We sigh a lot, too, when it comes to that, Angel. We just can't help it. But you know what? What? What's in the box? What's in the box? We're about to find out. We've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's pop open the universe, universe box. box. Okay, so what's your universe box, Anne-Marie? Oh, welcome to the dollhouse, Alexa. So we told you these things were creepy. They oh, are. which we're going to continue with that story in a second. Yes, we told you these things were absolutely creepy. And recently, a six-year-old used Amazon's voice-activated assistant, Echo, to order herself a $150 dollhouse and four pounds of cookies. So the real comedy happens when the CW6 in Dallas ran the story. Homes that were watching it that had an Echo, the report caused the Echoes to order them dollhouses. Because they must have said the magical phrase on the report. Yeah. So all of these dollhouses, like Amazon was probably like, man, Dallas really likes these dollhouses. Because <laughs> they ordered tons of them. Like, we don't know how many, uh-huh. but... People just kept calling the station going, dude, it ordered me cookies. Dude, you're getting a dollhouse. Dude, you're getting a dollhouse. Um, but related, totally got one of these creepy devices for Christmas. Took it back, got a Fitbit. Thanks. Nice. Which way I, I think you're going to be talking more about. I am. Right? I was just sharing that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's weird. Like, I think there's like a, a confirmation word you have to say for this kind of um, stuff, right? You have to set it up. Oh, do you? You have to set up the confirmation word. Mm. So, yeah. And they actually, even in the article said, they now whisper around Alexa. She can <laughs> still hear you. She's a machine. <laughs> Uh, over in the chat room, Wynn says it's like summoning Beetlejuice, yes. and Angel says, of course she did, and oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, my universe box for this week mm-hmm. is uh, that FX has announced that they're moving forward with the comic book adaptation of Why the Last Man, with Brian K. Vaughn, the comic book series creator, working with showrunner Michael Green to develop the series. Now, Why the Last Man tells the story of Yorick and his monkey, who uh, travel a world where they are the only males left alive after a mass male extinction event. Huh. Uh, it, it's a great series which really pay, pays off in the last 10 issues or so, or so and explores the concept of a unisexual world to its fullest. Interesting. Uh, it, it, from scientific, philosophical, uh, sociopolitical, I, it, it's very well done. It's also very funny. There are a lot of funny, funny moments in it. I I know that Dan Trachtenberg, who did uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh, was going to do a movie about this a Uh couple years ago. But I guess, you know, he moved on and the project has moved on. And now it's landed at FX. Nice. As a series. Because, I mean, it was a uh, 90-issue comic book series. Oh, so it was nice. That's a lot. That's it. That would be even hard to fit into three movies because there were there yeah. were probably like seven or eight major arcs in the book. So I, I'm really glad to see this over at FX, who uh-huh. do a really good job on a bunch of their series, like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that came back this week, and then like Fargo, and that the new Legion uh, show with uh about the young x-men looks pretty good too uh, it's from the same guy who did fargo gotcha uh let's see over in the chat room, um they're calling monica is summoning uh beetlejuice oh is that is that who crafty yeah mojo is i i wasn't sure who it was Hi, monica, monica jones mojo oh okay that makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense you guys shouldn't summon beetlejuice please don't summon beetlejuice there he is ah uh, I vey, I vey. And now he's mad. Oh. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Uh, as Ooh. usual, Anne-Marie, we, we like to call out, uh, you know, tomorrow's Friday, which means it's it's really kind of a, a metaphorical holiday, but it's also a literal There's a lot of, of yeah. Okay, so we all like the funny, silly holidays. Um, so here's what we have going on tomorrow. I think you're going to enjoy this. Blame Someone Else Day. Okay. Sticker Day. Mm-hmm. Peach Melba Day. Not sure what that is. Skeptics Day. So, you know, skeptical of the Peach Melba. Uh, Rubber Ducky Day. So everybody gets to play that episode or that song. <laughs> uh, Make Your Dream Come True Day. And Public Radio Broadcasting Day. Nice. I, normally, I try and string all of these together into there one action. There is no way. There's so many of them. It's there ridiculous. There are so many of them. Okay. So, you know what? I, I'm going to... Uh, Let's see, because I usually like to give out a Oh, and it's Friday the 13th. And it's Friday the 13th. Oh, no. In that case, your your assignment for this week, uh, uh, for homework. And it's a long weekend for most people. Contact at universebox.com or 424-274-2352 for a voicemail. Or you can put it in the chat room right now. Let us know about the worst Friday 13th you ever had. Make it up if you want to. Ooh, That's fine. I look forward to the made up ones because I don't retain that type of information myself. Okay, well, you guys figure that out. Uh, you know what? We we get excited about stuff, so a lot of people might be wondering, what are we excited about this week? We're offering up our recommendations and suggestibles. <laughs> it's only that one. 
So me, me, I'm excited about my Fitbit. So I'm, I have an addiction. It's, it's a problem. I've, I've wanted one for many, many years. And back before literally everybody and their brother had one, my dad was like, I'll buy you one for Christmas. And I was a little brat. And I said, I don't want that as my Christmas present. (laughs) Um, Oops, I should have taken him up on it. Um, So then when he got me the creepy talking Google Home thing, which I love you, daddy, but obviously you don't watch the show. Um, (laughs) I took it back and I got this guy, the regular original Fitbit, um, on like super duper discount because it was Target and it was like two days before Christmas. So everything was on sale. (laughs) And then I bought myself my fancy planner. But anyway, we're talking about the Fitbit. I am competitive as all get out. And I haven't hit my steps today and I'm kind of frustrated about it. Um, it, You know, this has no bells and whistles. It doesn't show you your heart rate or anything. It just, you know, it, it blinks numbers to let you know where you're at in your step count. And it's fun. I like, like, there's, I have competitions going on. I have now challenged my father to a step competition. I'm and winning. as Angel in the chat room points out, it's uh, less creepy than Alexa, for sure. Um, this is way less creepy than Alexa. This is way less, or Google Home, or whatever Apple's going to come out with next week, because I'm sure they're coming out with something. Mm-hmm. Like, no, there's like a little uh, bulb thing. There's another one. There's, there's a bunch of them now. Yeah. And they're all creepy. Um, but no, I love this thing and I know I'm like way late to jump on the train, but I'm on it. Mm-hmm. And in the show notes, we'll have my little, you can add me and we can challenge each other. Nice. Oh, you also over in the chat room. Uh, something else we can both suggest yeah. is that when AKA talking to we W H E E is a Twitch streamer and yes, she's going to yes. be streaming tomorrow for Friday the 13th. So definitely <gasps> nice. feel free to follow her over there. Check out her stream. She will be sure. streaming variety day, three games, three hours. Legends Le- of Grimrock, Gun Rocket and Trick and Treat. Uh, so many things I've never heard of, but hey, I like it. Go over there, give wins some support. So, so, yeah, there you go, do it. That would be awesome. Yes. Okay. Uh, so now, what my, do you like this week? My suggestible, and this is one that has always like been in the back of my mind. If I can't find anything else, I'm going to use this. This is the week. This is the time. <laughs> uh, so, if you're familiar with our other podcast, uh, you know I generally write a rhyming episode summary for every podcast, uh, whether it's Legends of Gotham, We're So Lost, previously Greetings from Storybrook. I and uh, on occasion people ask me how I do it. Uh, so well, well, magic. A lot of magic's involved, and I'm pretty good at coming up with uh, rhymes on the fly. Uh, but sometimes I get stuck, or I'm under a big time crunch right before we go live. Because normally I'm writing that rhyme half an liter- hour before we go. Literally half an hour before we go. Yeah. And uh, so you know, sometimes you know I, I might need a little help from something, and I use this wonderful little tool here called RhymeZone. It's RhymeZone.com, and I've been using this for years. Uh, it's a rhyming dictionary. Uh, it's pretty simple, like a just pop in a word, Amory, give me a word. Sugar. Sugar? Okay, so we punch in sugar here, and uh, then uh, there are actually no rhymes with sugar. <laughs> uh, hold on, let's... Um, how about um, gel? Gel? Okay, so gel, yeah, we got bell, uh, dwell, knell, yell, arc shell, bethel, blood cell, bluebell, bombshell. And, you know, so it'll come up with a bunch of rhymes like this, but it will also do uh, near rhymes, uh, it, which is what it did, I believe, actually, 
on sugar, like beggar, bigger, booker, booger, you know, all all these sorts of near rhymes, uh, which can kind of help you figure things out. It's also really cool. Another cool thing you can do is you can put in multiple words and Mm -hmm. it'll find you something, multiple words that rhymes with with like those two or three words. Yeah. Uh, But it also has like a thesaurus built in, a dictionary. um, Nice. Bunch of what? What other world word tools? Uh, uh, you can you can uh, d- d- search lyrics and poems for oh, like, really? turns of phrase. That's fun. Match consonant. It, also, it's a really powerful to- tool. It's been around for a long, long time. I've been using it since my college days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, very highly recommended. RhymeZone.com. Uh, let's see over in the chat room. Uh, Crafty Mojo. She's Monica telling me says, about a Fitbit group. That's all. Okay. Okay. So there, there's a Fitbit group. There's so many Fitbit groups. It's fun. I've never heard of Fitbit groups. That's because you don't have a Fitbit. You ain't cool. <clears throat> I guess not. I should get you one. Maybe. I should have probably bought you one when I bought myself one. Then we could compete like we do on Pokemon Go. <sighs> but you'll win because you take at least two walks a day. Okay, so uh, as usual, we're going to wrap up the episode uh, with, you know, say, say, what <laughs> you have to say. I, I mean, honestly... We can't wait to hear your blathering. Let's hear what our listeners have to say in Blather Skypes. Okay, now, as always, if you want to send in your own Blather Skypes, uh, contact at universebox.com. Our Twitter's at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universeboxshow. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And your two homework assignments, one, worse. Worst Friday, Friday the 13th, 13th ever. Two, tell us what you thought about the Nintendo Switch announcement that's happening in about an hour from when we're recording this. Yeah, do it and, up. And we'll, we'll talk about it on the show next week. Okay, and uh, Monica sent in a couple notes Monica from last said, time, right? Yes, she did. Okay. Um, it's just like I'm in school again. Here's my late homework for Bandana Stuffed Animal Day. Um, and yes, the bandana says rum. I thought it captured <laughs> the spirit of the hangouts. And beside me, it's Pixel the Penguin. Oh, yeah. Wait a There's second. A There's a picture for this, isn't there? There are to-go whiths. Sorry about that. Hold on. Let me. This is what I. Hold on. I'm working on it. I'm working Hold, on please. it. Hold, almost there. No. Oh, nope. no. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Maybe, maybe not. No. Okay. Oh, oh. Things are blinking. Good. Well, it did. Maybe. Okay. Well, while he works on that. It was... Oh, there it is. Oh, yep. We got it. You're there. Cool. It's Monica and a bandana that says rum and nice. a penguin who looks very, very happy. <laughs> um, okay, part two. Hi, guys. Yes, I know the request was for things I couldn't get chocolate j- dipped, but this was a close second. Two years in a row now, one of our vendors has sent us a magnificent container of chocolate dipped pecan halves. They mm. are to die for. My diet fairy has been watching out for me, and I do not know how to get my hands on them personally. See, I thought they. Nope, not the dollhouse. Not the dollhouse. Not the dollhouse. Was the dollhouse from before? The dollhouse was from Alexa and the dollhouse. Okay. Because that's the dollhouse she ordered. That's fair. Well, thank you very much, Monica. Sorry I was so confused because I, I didn't know there were photos until about two minutes before we went. Sorry. So was like, it was ah. a busy night. And Monica also did call in a uh, Rogue One review. We'll play that next week. Yeah. Uh, just because I didn't have time to get it put in there. And stuff. But uh, yeah, if you want to send in your own stuff, uh, contact at universebox.com, Twitter at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And again, we want to know your worst 
Friday the 13th ever mm-hmm. and what you thought about the Nintendo Switch. And add me on Fitbit. And add in Marie on Fitbit. Yes, uh, link will be in the show notes at universebox.com. Ask me. Okay, uh, now, uh, as we normally do at the end of these episodes, we're going to close it up with a few takeaways. Okay, so Apple needs about 40% more chill. Uh, we might be too old for Wait, the VMAs. That's an old one. It's still relevant. <laughs> Kim Kardashian is a criminal mastermind, and you should always blame somebody else when winning a Razzie. Totes. Okay, now uh, we want to thank our chat room over at live.universebox.com or twitch.tv slash universebox. Yes, we would really appreciate it if you follow us over there because one of our 2017 goals, goals is to have a ton of Twitch followers. It's to basically to get partnered by Twitch. Yeah. Uh, we, we're fully embracing the Twitch, but thank all you guys. Uh, Bobby and Angel and Rebecca and Monica all the Jones rest. Monica and the Jones. Derby kid who's gone silent. Yes, and all the rest. Okay. I'm a roast. So, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Simone or check out my blog, CrunchyCrafty.com. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the stuff we do at UniverseBox.com. And uh, you can catch me uh, drinking some cough syrup because I have a really sore throat. Mm-hmm. And it's about to get worse. Ah. It's about to get worse and worse and worse. But we'll be back here next Thursday, 8.30 p.m. EST at Live.UniverseBox.com or Twitch.tv slash universe box and uh, the derby kid says the chat is way better yay so, definitely good that's, it's nice to get the reviews that's a, that's one of the reasons i wanted to switch actually right. was because people had such issues with the chat but you know what uh i i think we're thinking too linearly right now I, I mean really until next time remember, remember to, to think, think outside, outside.